0: Welcome to the How to Pray segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast, where we take time every week to talk about tools and lessons to help you pray, model ways to pray, and host conversations with different people about what they're learning about prayer and how they are growing themselves. I hope this encourages and equips you and that you enjoy today's episode. So, Joe, kick us off with part two of Revival Prayer in Isaiah 64.
1: Well, it's good to be back and good <laughs> to be talking about this Revival Prayer. Yeah. And we're going to look this week at conditions uh, f- of, of prayer for revival. Mm. And the first, thing, the first point <laughs> is this in verse 4. It says, For since the beginning of the world... Men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any God beside you who acts for the one who waits Mm. for him. Now, if you're waiting on God, the key thing is faith. We have to believe. Mm. You see, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we need to activate our faith is we're waiting for, for the Lord hmm. to minister to Him. So by faith we get into uh, God's uh, presence. Okay. And we need to, uh, it says in verse 3, the mountain shook at your presence. So faith moves mountains. Mm-hmm. Jesus said that in Luke chapter 11. If you say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, it'll be done. And so we we've got to activate our faith because we want to be those that please, please God. Mm. And um, that scripture um, is actually mentioned in 1 Corinthians 2 verse nine. It says, but as it is written, eye is not seen, nor ear heard, Mm. nor has entered the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love them. There's things prepared Andrew, for you and for me, Mm. do you love God? Mm. Amen? So good. Amen. Do you know how you love God? It's shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. You go faith to believe that. Do you yes. believe that the love of God is within you? Then there's a chance and there's a hope for you and Amen. me of doing the will of God. So one of the conditions of prayer is that we're pray the prayer of faith. Wow. Amen? I love it. And then it says this. I love this condition. God meets with those who rejoice. Mm. so you it says it here look in verse 5 you meet him who rejoices and does righteousness amen Amen. we know all about rejoicing the Lord always Always. and again I say rejoice so we got to live in a way Abraham was accounted to him as right righteousness because he believed the things that are not as though they really were right so you know, we've got to have that sense of rejoicing and knowing that God answers our prayers. And so mm. um, rejoicing is so, so important for us that we've got hearts that rejoice. You know, when you're persecuted, we're told to rejoice. Mm. You know, and um, and so we need hearts that rejoice. Their hearts are lifted above any circumstances we're going through going through and we're praying, Your will be done on earth, as it is in heaven. We're rejoicing with the angels. We're rejoicing. Heaven is not a quiet place. <laughs> heaven is full of rejoicing. Yes, we need that manifest on earth, and in our hearts. So good. Because rejoice, mm. joy, sing, mm. joy the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. And for prayer, your prayer life, you need to be strong in your faith so and you need to be there to stay the course with mm. the Lord. That's and great. then the, the third condition is this, it's righteousness, right standing with God. He, and, and the Bible, we, we, we used to sing a song, he's all my righteousness and I stand complete in him. You know? yeah, right. And, he, and, and we got to be able to stand. You see, Abraham Abraham was praying to the Lord in, in, in Genesis 15, and, and the Lord comes to him after some mighty prophetic stuff that happened in, at the end of 14, but fear had entered mm-hmm. Abraham's heart. F.B. Meyer says this in uh, and, and his commentary on Genesis, and, and he says, When we, the time of our greatest victories, is our time of our most vulnerable times hmm. that we have to be, be, be careful. And God comes to Abraham, fear not, Abraham. Mm. I am your shield, your exceeding great reward. Wow. And then, but, but you know, I don't, have a, I don't have an heir, Lord. And, uh, and mm. God said, no, Elie- Eliezer's not going to be your heir, but one will come from your own body. Yeah. And he said, well, how's that going to happen? He said, come with me. And Abraham had to come and stand and look at the stars. And there was something about Abraham looking at the stars. So shall your descendants be. And oh, I think that was, there's no pollution then. I believe that <laughs> was, I think he had 20, 20 vision. vision. Yeah. I think even God, I, I could believe that God even brought heaven closer to earth. Mm. Now count them if you can you know. Could you imagine that, (laughs) 15,625,420, oh, what's that twinkle in in, uh, 2019 in Indiana, oh, is is that part of the Antioch movement, and Abraham the prophet seeing down through the corridors of time, and he sees this twinkle in India, he said, I'll believe you, God, for what's going to happen in 2020 Mm. in Indianapolis. Isn't that incredible (laughs) to think like that? Yes. Amen. Amen. And you know what verse 6 says? I love it. It was counted Mm. unto Abraham for righteousness. Mm. Amen. Because he believed God in the midst of it. The final point is it's submission to God's ways. Mm. Of course, we have to submit to God. Um, that you meet those who rejoice in righteousness, who remembers you in your ways. We've got to remember God in his ways. It's not your will, God. It's not my will, God. It's your will. Yeah. Your will be done. Yeah. And really, I just see that as the conditions um, that we come to the Lord and pray in submission and yeah. righteousness, right standing with God and um, seeing that God uh, is a God that would meet us as we rejoice in who He is and knowing that um, as we walk by faith, our God is going to hear and answer our prayers.
0: That's so good. I think as you talk about the conditions of prayer, none of those had anything to do with what what I can come up with in prayer like the words I can come up with or the idea that I can create that God hasn't thought of yet that I need to come up in prayer. Like I think one of the most intimidating things about prayer is like, Oh, okay. I got to come up with something fancy to say, but all the conditions of prayer starting in verse three is just believing that God is who he says he is and does what he says he does, Mm -hmm. which is like you or verse four. You're doing something that nobody's ever seen, ever heard of before. And so that's that's yeah. just prayer. God, I believe you're doing yeah. that. I believe you act on those who wait. You meet with me joyfully. I mean, rejoicing is ultimately it's just worship because yeah. that's the only way you can rejoice in all things is by worshiping God above beyond. everything it's else that's happening. Worship
1: beyond your circumstances.
0: Right. Yeah. And then righteousness is just the gospel that mm-hmm. it's not about what I've done or not done. It's the work of Jesus in my life. Yeah. And then even remembering God and his ways, like that doesn't, I feel like that can have such a negative connotation of submitting to God as like, okay, I won't do the things God says I can't do, you know, but it's like, okay, that, but bigger than that is remembering the ways of God, which is God so loved the world that he gave his son so that we, you know, remembering the grace of God and the mercy of God. And that's the condition, like the environment of prayer is think on the things that God says. Think on the things that God has promised. Think yeah. on the things that God has done. Think on all of these things yeah. that God has already accomplished. And yeah. then and that's where prayer that's the environment of prayer. I yeah. love that. That's one so of my go to
1: scriptures in this is yeah. in Second Samuel chapter five, when David is anointed king for the third time over Israel uh-huh. and over Judah. And it's the Baal Perizim scripture. And then David hears that, um, that uh, it says this, that when the Philistines heard they had anointed David as king, they came up against him. Hmm. The enemy is always going to come against you when he knows that there's an anointing to go after because he hates the thought that you might have some success. Hmm. And God, he says to God, would I go up against my enemy? Would you give them into my hand? And I love what the New King James book, version says it says doubtless I'll give them into your hand (laughs) and some days in my hard days I've had to walk around the house with the Bible in my hand going doubtless Mm. that's what you said to David and I'm New Testament I'm not Old Testament doubtless doubtless you'll give them into my hand Mm. even when I'm not seeing it happen doubtless you'll take care of my enemy Lord Mm. doubtless why Mm. through the power of the blood of of Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen. So, kind of a challenge for everybody walking away from this episode. We gave one last time, and I think that a great challenge would be, you know, for anybody who's praying for something, who wants to grow in prayer, this week, think about something you're praying for, you're believing for, and don't pray about it anymore until you have, like, a promise from God on it. You know, seek the voice of God, seek the scriptures and say, so that you have something to thank God for as you pray, to rejoice in as you pray, to remember the thing that mm. God is doing as you pray for that thing. Don't focus so much on what you're trying to come up with in your prayers. Go to God in that faith, in that condition of prayer and ask God, Lord, what is it that you're saying or you've already said about this and teach me to believe that and work from there. So let's do that this week as we learn how to pray and uh, part three coming next week.